Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Our next guest is uh, from the Great Cricketer podcast, which uh, is massive. Now you can catch that on Spotify and Apple. It's Sam Perry. G'day, Sam. Are you there? Hey, boys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Pleasure. Our pleasure. Now, mate, are you sitting down watching the end of this third test? Yeah, I am. I, I've moved now. I have to say, uh, probably for the first 30 minutes, I didn't blink. Uh, yeah. I didn't get a doctor in or something like that. I hadn't moved from the couch. But uh, Travis Head's bombed a couple over the uh, bowler's head. And uh, it's. i got to say, if we... <laughs> If we managed to stuff it up from here, that would be historic. Uh, like our YouTube views would go up massively in India. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb with 20 runs to win and nine wickets in hand and say Australia should do it. Well, now they're on 15 runs to win. So so well done for that, Sam. Now, okay, I want to ask you from a cricket perspective, what's been the biggest difference this test match um, to, the, to the first two? Now, you can also throw in, because we know with dead rubbers, that there are teams around the world who don't have the same intensity. But what's been, in your opinion, the biggest difference, besides the fact that you're not there live, which obviously you're a, a hex, a bad luck thing. But other than that, what's the biggest thing? <laughs> that was a long question, Bozza. I, that's what I did on no, I, I like it. Bozza, I like it. I like that from you, Bozza. Yeah. I think with the Robbie Slater chat as well, you know, people don't realise that Robbie Slater was great off his pads, you know. It goes both ways. as the ball um, as well. Like, hey, let's keep going. Yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could boil it down to two things. Either the Indian cricketers have had a, a massive circuit uh, and haven't turned up to this game, or okay. probably the, the more serious cricketing answer is that, look, this is, this is what happens when a team has time to adjust to conditions, you know. It, it's a real shame to me that uh, this heavyweight battle has been reduced to something that's a little bit more of an exhibition. You know, the, the Aussie guys were basically playing big bash, you know, in the, in the weeks and days leading up to this really stern test. Uh, on on extremely difficult, you know, borderline um, manipulated cricket wickets, mm. and it's it's taken a couple of games for them to find their plans to adjust to the rhythms of it, and you know, I think they're getting their rewards now. So mm. I, I, I'd, I'd say Australia's improvement has okay. probably been the biggest difference. Now, with them uh, hopefully winning this game. Um... What do we say? 15 runs to go, I 15 think. 15 runs Sam, to go. 15 runs to go. That means, they, oh, God, I hope they win. Uh, that they, uh, they'll move on to the World Test Championship, which will be played at the Oval. Um, you might be able to help us with this. Why isn't it on at Lords? Do you know? Yeah, uh, good question. Double book? Look, I don't know. Yeah, that's right. I think there's an Ed Sheeran concert there uh, <laughs> yeah. or something like that. That that, right. that day, or maybe maybe there's a, like an Oxford versus Cambridge thing on, and I think that takes precedence. Right, of course uh, it does. Over yeah. England over Australia, England. Uh, yeah, I, look, I'm sorry. I don't know the precise scheduling over at the ECB. I know that the last World Test Championship final was in Southampton yeah. of all places oh, right. yeah. uh, due to COVID, and then this, mm. this one's at the Oval. So I, I don't know. And Given India's increasing power in the game, I presume the next final, if they uh, choose to have it, will probably be in India. So uh, I, I agree, though, um, because the, the, the Lords is kind of the home of cricket. That's where you, that's the, the place that would be fitting, you know, for the yeah. final. But I guess we'll have to settle for the Oval. And on that neutral ground, who do you think comes out on top out of these two heavyweights? 
uh, I mean, it, it the, the the conditions would be far more suited to Australia's strengths than these ones that they're currently mm. playing on. Mm. Uh, but uh, India still has a few weapons there yeah, as well. well. I mean, they still they're have still a well few quicks yeah. that will come back. And, and you know, the, the great loss for this series that people aren't speaking about is India's batters, you know. I mean, not only do they have to struggle against guys like Matt Kuhneman, who was playing seconds for Queensland, mm. you know, a couple of weeks ago. That's the show, they have to face that's Ash, our depth. Ashwin and, yeah, that's our depth, you know. That's the show, that's we have in uh, Australian cricket. <laughs> we go all the way right. down to seventh tier. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, three plays for every position. Yeah, we're deep. Uh, Mourinho yeah, we're deep. Well. We're deep. Yeah, I, I, I think that we would, we would probably go in as favourites, you know, right. for, for that game. But the the oval's pretty flat, you know. Like, there's a lot of runs there. I don't know what the it's rules quite are. Quite fast. It's quite fast and hard. The yeah. oval, we know that. Well, it will depend on the weather. Usually, <laughs> it is when they usually play the the, the last Test match there of the Ashes. But that's usually <laughs> yeah. actually in August. Have so you played anything on the oval? Bob? No, no. At Lords, if you played a if you played a game, had to to be a member at Lords, you could play a game for the MCC, and it would mm. I don't know if it, it would sort of circumvent sort of having to go through all these other membership things. So I did that. Uh, and John Embry was actually bowling. I could hardly get him away. He was outstanding. I was say, what, a, what, a, what a spin bowler he was. Did you anyway, get a few runs? I like Bozo. how you, I like I Bozo. I like I how I stayed you stayed here. I, I survived a bit. Yeah, the Bozo yeah. usually exaggerates a little bit and says, yeah, I had to survive a bit against against Embers. Yeah, put it that way. Uh, listen, <laughs> Sam, one of, the, one of the greatest test matches in modern history, England versus New Zealand, and New oh, Zealand yes. winning after yes, following yes, on. Yeah. Um, talk us through that and, and let all the listeners know as well, because I don't think enough people realize what an absolutely fantastic test match that was. Yeah, I mean, it, look, uh, it's probably a bit of a cliche now if you follow cricket all the time, but uh, England are playing this like um, absurdly entertaining brand of cricket that they're calling Bazball, you know, named after their coach, Brendan McCullum. Uh, and what that means is, you know, they kind of bat at five or six runs and over. And this this game was played on a wicket at Mount Monganui in, in New Zealand that was really slow and docile. And ordinarily, that kind of game would finish in a, a, a bore draw, you know, guys making big runs. But given how quickly England were able to bat, it, it managed to get all the, go all the way down to the wire. England took a huge lead after the first innings. They decided to enforce the follow-on, which meant New Zealand batted again. Their captain, Kane Williamson, made... A ton of runs uh, and uh, and gave England a a you know a challenging total to chase. I think it was two fifty odd or something. It went right down to the wire. Uh, it turned out that you know right at the end, England who you know put themselves in a position to win the game. It was a last wicket stand between uh, Anderson and Leach and Neil Wagner, the uh, mm. the grizzly old veteran, managed to uh, sort of strangle Anderson down the leg side. And uh, and New Zealand won the game by one run. Mm, Have you played at Mount Monganui, Bozza? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I played a couple of times in New Zealand. It's very cold. It's very cold. <laughs> I can imagine. I think it was at uh, Mount Smart Stadium, was it once? Very cold. Yeah. Very cold. That big striker was like threatening me throughout the game. Really? Very, very angry man. Yeah, oh, jeez. Hey, uh, Sam, you're a big North Sydney Bears man. Um, did you hear Bozza's chat about... He wants to have two competition. What is it, sorry, two tiers, two divisions. Yeah, two, two divisions. divisions. Yeah. Interest at the top, interest in the middle to make the to make the final series. Interest at the bottom to see who gets relegated. Also, interest at the top and in the middle of the second tier as well. Also, an opportunity for the likes of North Sydney Bears. Yes, say, so right, we're not ready right now, in. but we'll start off in the second tier. And also mm. for teams that in the first tier they like maybe a little bit overspent. They want to just regroup a little bit. So they're like, okay, we got relegated. We get relegated. We'll be back. We'll be back. What do you reckon, Sam? Yeah. 
I would like it would be honestly one of the great joys of my life if I woke up tomorrow and and the NRL you know embraced promotion relegation mm. uh and uh, you know, the Bears would still find a way to stuff that up, but to even have the chance you know, <laughs> to, get, to get back into the NRL would be enough. You know, the, the hope is all you need. I mean, I, th- I think pro promotion relegation has been floated a few times in the NRL, yeah. and, and generally, don't, don't the clubs just tend to go, well, no, if that threatens us. Well, a lot of them, yeah, a, lot no of them scared about, a lot of them are scared, obviously, of, of losing. And they, they, there would be there would be a difference between the first tier and the second tier, mm-hmm. but you'd also install the uh, parachute payment uh, method, which would basically be, so if you relegate two teams, those two teams would get 75% of what they normally get the first year. Second year, 50%. Third year, 25%. If they stay beyond four years in Division Two, no more. But that would be of the money that they actually earned of, of, of being in there. And and mm. also another thing that needs to be brought in, and this goes the same for, for football, so uh, over here, is transfer fees. That's that's a that's an income stream that clubs are missing out on. And it could also, mm. for example, if you get, say, for Parramatta, my, every second player I see, I go, Where, oh, they're from Parramatta Juniors, this, that, and the other. It's a wonderful way for it to incentivize your youth team coach to say, look, listen, I might not be able to pay you 400 grand a year, but what I'll do is this. I'll pay you 200 grand a year, but every play that you produce and we sell, you're on, you're on 5% off. It's, it's, for me, it makes sense. It's just, you know, there are some clubs who, like I said, who have to sell, some clubs who want to buy. It's just another revenue stream that you're missing out on. Uh, yes, Bozza. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, transfer fees? Thoughts? Oh, I'm, I'm all for it. Look, look I, I, you know, I, I would do some heinous criminal things for the Bears to come back into the NRL, you know. And so, like, like, like these, these are, these are the couple of things Sam that I would bend my ethics for quite comfortably. Yeah, sure. You know, whatever. You know, that's how sick I am. For it. Uh, I, 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 I'd be all for it, boys. Any, anything to get the Bears back. You always hear. Look, at the at the very least, I do hear. I still hear the Bears in conversation that's coming back. Uh, I know it's a bit of a tragic comedy for a lot of people, but uh, you know we're still we're still knocking around. I've heard yeah. more mail recently. I, I'm I'm not going to break anything, but the, oh, the, the bears are still knocking 100%. around, guys. Now, look, he, he, my, you know what my ultimate reason is? I want every boy and girl in Australia, no matter where they are, because or where, where they've been born, because you've got no control over where you've been born, mm-hmm. right? To be able to wake up to watch the NRL like I did last night and to say I want to do that one day, but to be able to do it wherever mm-hmm. they are. So if they want to go for play for their local team. They've got that opportunity if they're good enough, not only individually to maybe get sold on, but for their team to go forward. Either that or a cup competition, like we used to have the Amco Cup in the old days. That that's, that's another right. that's another yeah. thing as well. That's uh, that you know that I think really I think you know like I said I don't think they play enough games and play for long enough. I think the off season is too long in the NRL. Yeah, really? Yeah, I really do. I, so I would really you? Do. Would you? Sorry, Sam, we've just moved on here. Maybe <laughs> you jump in. No, I'm good for it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, would you like them to play, say, 52 weeks of the year, Bob? No, because in the heat, they can't play in the heat. But they're already yeah. playing 27 rounds of yeah, full contact sport. It's not enough. I know contact sport, I, I'll give you that, like I said to you before, about the toughest sport in the world and all that, but they can spread it out much more. They can finish They can finish October, November. There's no problem with that, in my opinion. Sam, do you think it should be longer, the NRL? Uh, no, not really. Like, you know, I don't need sports content in my eyeballs every single day yeah, of true. the week all the time. I, I, I like... I like uh, this is ext- an extremely old school idea, but I do like um, cricket in the summer and footy in the winter. Yeah. Well, it still would be. Yeah. yeah. yeah it will be a little mm. bit of a crossover. All right. Hey, Sam, thanks for joining Three us. Two runs to win. Two runs to win. We'll let you watch that. Hey, um, if guys want to, if the listeners want to catch you guys, are you doing any live shows in Australia soon or what's the plan? Uh, 
Uh, no, I mean, if you're listening in the UK, we're doing live shows there during the ashes and then oh, we'll be wonderful. back doing our li- yeah. run of live shows uh, for the next Australian summer. Uh, Terrific. No doubt. Wonderful. Thanks for joining us, Sam. Thanks, Sam. That's beautiful. That's Thanks for having us, guys. Cheers. Sam Perry from the Great Cricketer Podcast, which there you can get on Spotify and Apple. Brooksy, are we hanging around for these two runs or are we going to take a break here? We'll break. You reckon? Yeah. All right. Let's Hang go. On. <laughs> no. Oh, All right. God. All right. Take a break. <laughs> Let's break. <laughs>